Welcome to the Dr. Pascal Podcast. Dr. Pascal Nguyen is America's integrative dentist. He will provide you with a weekly show to help you overcome, fix, and deal with some of your most serious health issues. The ironic thing is that most of the advice and tools he provides will not necessarily focus on your mouth. Dr. Pascal has built the nation's leading dental practice for treating general health-related issues by treating the mouth. Patients come from all over the world to have their ongoing health issues healed, and Dr. Pascal will do the same for you. Welcome to the Dr. Pascal Podcast. All right, J.M. Um, Ryerson, um, welcome to the Dr. Pascal Nguyen uh, Podcast. Um, thank you, uh, J.M., for, for your time. Thank you for... Um, you know, carving some time. I, I I was I was looking up um, everything that you're doing, and um, <laughs> I think you're very very busy. So very very appreciated. Um, um, a little bit of an an intro here that might you know kind of make it a segue, so so we can get to know you. Um, I am a biological dentist, and um, the difference with a regular dentist is that. Um, I remove toxins, I remove infections, um, the, the, and I do it safely. I have special equipment to find these things a little bit differently. I'm also a naturopathic doctor. So when I'm looking at patients, I'm looking, you know, at their overall health. And one of the things that comes back a lot is we're, we're in stress mode a lot, we're, which is taking you away from parasympathetic. and. Um, when I look at my patients, I would say 97, 98% of them are always in sympathetic. They're in sympathetic overdrive. So when I was reviewing, you know, your things, what we could talk about, how we could get to know you, I do think that, that my, my, my followers would really enjoy, you know, ultimately when they're coming to me to get that out, they want to feel better. They want to heal, you know, for them feel better might mean a little bit more um, getting away from, from an illness and the toxins and the infections are preventing that, but ultimately they want to have a, a more fulfilled life, a, a life you enjoy more, you know, um, a better quality of life. And, and when I was going over your things, it, it's constantly coming back. Um, I, I started reading your book. Um, I bought your book and, uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited, you know, um, I think after this, I want to talk to you personally, you know, for, for the things that you do, it's, it's probably why Steve introduced us, but, um, I, I would like to, to have your point of view, you know, like when I was listening about you telling people on, on their breathing and, um, the, the mindset things, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things, um, in your space that you do to, to bring people to a new level of life so they can perform better. Um, I'm sure I'm just scratching the surface for you there, but um, I'll let you go with that. Well, hey, thank you, Dr. Pascal, for having me. It, you know, it's interesting. I was actually having a conversation about, I don't know exactly what you do, but this gentleman had former uh, root canals and he had so much disease up there, like traces of TB and like all these crazy things. So yeah. it's fascinating that I'm talking to you today. Yeah. And thank God there's doctors like you that do that. Uh, what I do, brother, is I, you know, we have the ability, in my opinion, 
to really control one thing in our life. And that that's ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. No one has the power to make us feel any certain way. And I know there are people listening right now that's like, nope, my wife, she <laughs> can't be angry like that. My kids can do that. And the truth is, I understand what they're saying, but it's not true. That's a story that we've told ourselves. Yeah. We have the ability to control how we respond to anything. Now, yeah. What you said earlier about, I, I believe people want to generally just be happy. So my goal, my, my entire company exists to inspire people to live their best lives. Because brother, I think we're not on this earth that long. Why not enjoy the heck out of it? Get mm -hmm. everything we can out of it while we're here. And there's some really basic things that we can all do on a daily basis to do that. And so I'm just, I, I get excited talking to people about that because when people tell me I can't, I'm this, I'm that, those are all self-limiting beliefs. And mm -hmm. I only really hate one thing in this whole entire world, brother. And it is that I try not to use the word hate, but when it comes to self-limiting beliefs, I hate them. I love them. I want to get rid of them. And so literally when I'm coaching clients, that's what I'm focused on is how can we help anybody unlock their full potential? How can we help somebody, you know, do something they didn't think they could do and really just allow them to flourish and thrive the way that their five-year-old mm -hmm. self wanted to and stop telling the story of I can do this or I can't do that. That's all shenanigans. That's just a story. Yeah. Rewrite that story. But, but at the same time, that's that's a lot to unravel right i mean when when i heard you say we have that control over ourselves and and then you you immediately said you know people will say oh no we don't um we we don't i don't know if i can say we don't know what we don't know but it has been controlling us for for a very long time we had a common guest on our shows dr wood and you know he showed how we can program emotions into like certain behaviors so you know you have an entire company around this maybe tell us a little bit about how how you go about like is that you know attacking someone that says i can't yeah so dr wood is awesome shout out to dr don he's a he's a stud uh, what's <laughs> interesting when we work together i said brother you and i do very similar things but you just do it with some of the science and some of the technology mine's the school of hard knocks yeah but you know what's so interesting is i just ask questions so if somebody says i can't or i'm let's just say let's take an easy example i'm shy now past dr pascal i could have been shy for 43 years and more than likely my family thinks of me as shy they maybe even labeled me as shy but the truth is that was just who I was in that moment. If I chose to be outgoing, I could literally do that the next day. And all those labels is exactly what they are. They're just mm -hmm. like, and I don't care whether you're shy or outgoing. That's not the point. The point is, if the story that you've been told or some of these self-limited beliefs that you've inherited, if it's not serving you, the most basic way to start is to ask myself, why do I think that way? Mm. This true. 
is this story I'm telling myself serving my life? And if the answer is no, then let's look at rewriting that story. And there's some really basic things that we can do in order to do that, such as, you know, getting rid of some fears, you doing some journaling, taking care of our mind, our body and our soul on a daily basis. And those are some of the fundamentals of the coaching that I do when I work with people. Mm -hmm. I did hear that in some of your podcasts on how to, you know, we alluded to that a little bit about the breathing. It seems like when you're in a, when you're a certain, I guess, state, I don't know what, how, how, what you call it, but you know, you want to get out of that state. So breathing was one of the ways that, that, that would take you out of maybe fear and, you know, um, bring you into a better space. Yeah. You said basically we're in fight or flight all the time is, is, is kind yeah. of, I interpreted it. And if yeah, you think exactly. Yeah. So fight or flight was put into place. That's caveman stuff. That is, I, I mean, that's natural, but the reason we had it is if I don't move, I'm going to get eaten by the saber tooth tiger, right? If I don't, fight or flee bad things are going to happen but and that's a, that's a natural response but to your point we don't always need to be in that position we should be able to be in a more present situation because the truth is at least i haven't seen any saber tooth tigers in my 44 years i don't think they're coming around to attack me today so mm -hmm. that typically doesn't serve me now if I am truly in danger, guess what? That fight or flight is going to come into, uh, into my life quickly, and I will choose one or the other. That is natural. But on a daily basis, like you're talking about, that's not the most healthy way. That's not the most efficient way. And so there's all kinds of tricks, tips, uh, you know, things that we can do on a daily basis to put ourselves in the most calm most efficient, most flow state. And those are some of the practices that I love. And, you know, one of the ones I've recently really picked up on is Qigong. There's some okay. movements that you can do that immediately take you out of that fight or flight. And they're mm -hmm. really quick. They're basic, like, you know, tapping your fingernails, moving mm -hmm. a little bit just to get the energy, jumping up and down to, to get some of these things happen you know, activated, mm -hmm. no longer in that state. That's very interesting. Um, as kind of a, an add on or a side note for my patient, I actually measure the, the sympathetic kind of level. So I, I'm a really big believer of heart rate variability. It's a, it's a number that's fascinating. Um, I, I measure it because I'm with that special software that I have. I'm able to determine a patient's sympathetic overdrive and parasympathetic, you know, the opposite side underdrive. And if they've been in that overdrive mode for too long, their ability to handle stress is, is reduced significantly. And my next stressor doing a surgery or removing toxins could push them over the, the edge. And second, when, um, I retest heart rate variability after removing those toxins and, and um, those infections. I've written a paper on that, actually. We, we improve them, like, on average, 
it's a it's a big deal because heart rate variability you could call it like your actual biological age not your you know actual chronological or paper age so um i i pay a lot of attention that you know those kinds of modalities you're talking about you know qigong and breathing like we don't do that in my office but um i'm i'm very sensitive to that by the way we also have um a device that i use you know there's a lot of our patients that are very anxious obviously going to the dental office is not their favorite favorite thing so i have a it's called the bioelectric therapy and you put stimulators on the earlobes and there's a branch of the vagal nerve on there and when you stimulate it, it takes you to parasympathetic it's just a miraculous device i i think your things are i don't know if i can say more important because the device I'm talking about is just something that's going to calm the symptoms. And it seems like you're more going at the root, you know, and daily things that you could do to make people stay in parasympathetic. But it's very interesting. Um, do you have, do you have um, a personal routine? Um, and is that different than for your clients? Uh, I do. I have a very substantial <laughs> personal routine that if I tried to give my, it's an hour and a half to two okay. hours a day. If I tried to coach that, I know success rate is going to be extremely low because it's just too much. And even arguably mm -hmm. for myself, like there are days where I have to modify, maybe even not do something because it's too extreme, but I'm obsessed with getting better. So to answer your question, yes, I do. Uh, the, the most basic thing that I coach on Dr. Pascal is very simple. And this really, I'll speak to female clients for a moment, because when I ask, uh, my female clients, Hey, what do you do for yourself? They'll answer. I take care of the house, the, my husband or, or spouse, my kids, the job, the dog. I mean, everyone else is like this long. And I said, no, no, no. I asked, what do you do for yourself? <laughs> That's when the light bulb kind of goes off when I say you're being selfish. And that is not something most people want to hear. And my point in telling them this, if you're not taking care of yourself first, you're mm -hmm. being selfish because there's a shelf life to you running around like crazy, not taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the most basic routine that I can give someone is, is just to take care of three things. Take care of your mind, your body, and your soul every morning before you take care of anyone else. So for instance, for me, uh, taking care of the mind, that's, uh, I'd like to read. So read 10 pages a day. Okay. That would be my first thing. Actually, my first thing is to say three things I'm grateful for. Mm. But specific to this example is I would, I would read uh, to take care of the, the mind, the body, the most simple explanation I can give someone is you don't have to work out for two hours. You don't have to, you know, train for a marathon, just sweat on a daily basis. It's the most basic way I can explain to move the body. And you mm -hmm. as a doctor know all the amazing hormones that fire off the endorphins mm -hmm. that go. And that again, fighting some of the things we're talking about, it's going to do that for you from a biological standpoint. Like some of these fears, some of these things get overcome by positive hormones 
immediately just by moving the body. And then the last thing I, I ask people to do is take care of the soul. So for me, that's meditation. I meditate on a daily basis, one to, I don't know, three to four times a day. Wow. Um, but that's for me. That's that's taking care of my soul. It could be walking on the beach, taking a hike in the mountains. It could be reading the Bible. I really don't care. But something that really fulfills that soul, where that purpose is filled, and you you can just feel it when when you do that. There's something about you know when you when you go to church, and if you're if that's your faith is really important, you feel that fill that bucket. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. You know when when you're talking about meditation, I think I heard you say in the past that it doesn't kind of matter what it is. Um, it's kind of like just bringing your mind back, you know, can you talk about that? Yeah, it's interesting because meditation has the stigma around it, that it's a bunch of yogis or, you know, <laughs> monks that have their legs crossed and their fingers. No, look, meditation is very simple on being present in the moment and just slowing the mind down. Now, mm-hmm. My mom would be a great example. She says, "Jam, I can't slow my mind down. I can't meditate." And I always tell her, "Mom, by the fact that you're witnessing that you your brain's going so fast, you yeah. are meditating." So, for anybody that has ever considered meditating, the first thing I will tell you is give yourself <laughs> grace. The second thing is there is no such thing as a perfect meditation. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that's truly enlightened. And I don't know if someone that's enlightened would ever even let you know that they are. And I've spent time around, uh, my father-in-law is from Thailand. So I've spent time around uh, some of the monks over there. And I can't say that they're enlightened. Are they practicing? Absolutely. But the whole point of meditation is just to be present. And if you can do that, and some of the patients that you're talking about, okay, specific to uh, doing the earlobes, because you're right, when people go to the dentist, they're thinking about, oh my gosh, the drilling or whatever, which by the way, I don't understand because I've never actually had anything negative ever happen to a dentist. I actually love going to the dentist because my teeth feel so clean after I'm done. (laughs) But I understand why they feel that way. Mm -hmm. Saying that I always say to my patients is past is pain. Future is anxiety and present is everything. So wow. if you're staying in the present, you can't be thinking about, oh, Dr. Pascal is going to be drilling me. And uh, if you're staying in the present, that doesn't exist. And so I can't even go back and think about, oh my gosh, remember when I had a terrible cavity when I was five years old? I can't do that because I'm staying in the present. I'm not saying it's easy. But the more you practice it, just like anything, the easier and the better you get at it. And you, um, I mean, that, that kind of leads to me into, uh, I heard you talk a lot about um, vul- vulner- vul- vulnerability mm-hmm. and um, maybe why that, that's so important for you. Yeah, so if you think about it, the best way I can describe vulnerability is to be your authentic, authentic self to show up exactly as you. Okay. Okay. At some point in life, you went from being, we all do, we go from 
you know, as a five-year-old, you see them dancing in the park. And I always go back to five years old because when you see a five-year-old, they are vulnerable. They don't have these feelings. And I'm generalizing, but they're, they're generally happy, joyous, dancing, singing, dreaming about their life, okay? At some point, you start to put on a mask to fit in. I think it's about fifth, sixth, seventh grade where we start to change who we are so we fit in with the crowd. And I call it putting on masks. Well, if you think about it, you keep putting these masks on and you keep putting them on. That gets really heavy. And that's a lot to be dragging around everywhere you go. So mm -hmm. the most basic thing that I can explain to someone to show up as you is I'm six foot five. Okay. It takes me zero time, zero energy. And I'm in complete alignment if I show up as six foot five. Okay. That's just what God gave me. Mm. But I could say, oh no, Dr. Pascal, I'm actually five foot five. And with enough time, enough energy, and if I completely put my back out of alignment, I could probably convince you I'm five foot five, but it's really uncomfortable and it takes so much damn energy. Why not just be who you are? I didn't ask to be six five, that's just who I am. So why not just be that? And it, it, it requires zero energy. And if you can show up that way in every facet of life, you can feel the freedom. You can just feel everything start to fall away like, ah, oh, it's not that hard. I don't have to try so hard. I just get to be me. And by the way, you is beautiful. It's the light that we all deserve to, to see. Wow. It's really... um it's really comforting you know i'm to to hear you speak because there there's a lot of things that being yourself and being in the moment that i i you know as as i'm talking to you i'm realizing oh my goodness i got some work to do you know um I, i'm not blaming myself i think i've gone a little bit of a ways but um you know to to talk to someone who's very in tune with that and has some solutions for it is very comforting I appreciate that. I will. I will say also when I hear you speak, you 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 convey very well. Like you're a very good or, orator. So that leads me to my next question. You know, um, JM, you you um, you're co-founder of a company. You're CEO of of a company. Um, you 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 got a best-selling book. One that I know of, but maybe more. Um, can, can you tell us what was your journey? How did you, I mean, that's not like, I mean, that's not easy. You know, that's, that's a lot you're doing, you're accomplishing your, you know, you have a, I saw your wife a little bit, Lisa, beautiful wife and, and, and a couple of boys. Like, how do you, you know, how did you get to where you are now? And that's a, that's a lot, a, lot, a big accomplishment. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, my story is, um, when I got into business and I was in the financial service world for almost 20 years and I was building distribution and it was awesome, man. I learned so much uh, in terms of leadership. I learned so much in terms of team building. And I, the, what was amazing brother is I got to read 30 to 40 books a year. And I just kept, yeah. you know, bringing this information and the way the book came about is I thought about my boys and I looked at them and I said, look, 
what if I got hit by a bus tomorrow? What happens, not to me necessarily, right? Because I'm gone. But what happens with the lessons from my parents, my grandparents, the mentors and authors that have all been you know, put into my brain? Mm-hmm. Share that with them when they're dealing with their first love, their first heartbreak, um, when they get married, you know, whatever is happening. And so that led me to write the book for my kids because I wanted them to be able to have an easy manual that says, look, this may help you not skin your knees as much as dad did, which I skin my knees a lot. Um, <laughs> and when, when I wrote the book, that just led me down this really amazing path of, you know, somebody asked me, can you help my son lose weight? I was like, yeah, I could do that. So we, I helped a kid lose about 80 pounds in six months, which may have been a little bit too aggressive, but it's what we wanted to do. Uh, and then somebody asked, could you help this pro golfer, uh, you know, make cuts? Cause he had missed a bunch in a row. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. Well, what I found Dr. Pascal's I'm, I'm literally, I love it. I'm passionate about it. I got obsessed with this idea of how can I serve other people? And that's what let's go win is all about. And then the podcast came and it's just been this journey, brother, where I get to meet amazing people in all sorts of uh, life in, in different facets like yourself. I'm fascinated by what you do because it's so different than, like you said, a, a, a ordinary, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but just a normal. Yeah. Uh, dentist. Right. And so it's just, let's go in is just allowed me to meet so many people and it allows me to continue to improve myself, my own journey, because it, the minute I think I've ever arrived, I've lost. I am mm-hmm. evolving. I'm ever changing. I am trying my best to be the best version of me. And every single day I wake up to do that. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I just have to congratulate you. You know, like, I don't know if you've had the chance to look back at what you've accomplished. I'm sure you have, but like, I, I'm sure impressed and, and amazed by, by, by what you've done. And it sounds like, you know, it wasn't just like, a, I don't know, an incredible doctor's degree or connections, or it seems like you just put the, the elbow to the wheel and just made it happen. Thank you. Um, so, thank you. Yeah. So JM, what, 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 what's next for you? What are you working on? What's coming? What's down the pipeline? Yeah. uh, So I'm writing my, my third book right now. Oh, wow. Um, I love it. You know, it's, it's such a, it's kind of a selfish endeavor, Dr. Pascal, because when I write, it allows me to really do hardcore journaling and just brain dump all this stuff. And so I'm doing that. Um, I'm working with a company on some leadership uh, in real estate now. And that's a new journey because wow. I don't know anything about real estate uh, other than I've bought a couple of homes. But um, and so, you know, brother, I'm, I'm in a different season of life where my kids are now really starting to become little adults. And so I'm just I'm enjoying the time with them and trying to savor every moment before my oldest goes to college in she's just under two years. And so I'm trying to savor that and do some things professionally so that by the time they're out, I can really make sure to 
be with them wherever they may go, go watch them play sports in college, which I, I, I'm pretty sure they both will. And so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for the book to come out. Uh, that should be in the next six months or so, but I, I still have some work to do. Okay. Well, congratulations in advance for that. I can't wait to see that. Um, you know, when I hear you speak, I guess one, one other question would be, what kind of, I know you alluded to golfers and I think, um, you know, business people and things like that. Like what, what, what kind of, um, what kind of clients seek you? Yeah. Um, I was doing individual coaching for a while and I, I stopped because. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now I work with companies, I work with executives and their team because here's the deal. There's three major areas of our life that we all need to focus on, in my opinion. There's our health, there's our relationships, and then there's our work slash purpose. And I can't tell you how many executives have come to me and they're financially killing it. I mean, these guys are making hundreds of millions of dollars, guys and gals, but there's always something amiss. Like the gentleman that he, I mean, he is set for life, for generational wealth. I mean, we're talking 500 million plus, but his health is failing him. And the mm -hmm. that is, I don't care how many zeros are in your bank account if you're not alive and healthy. Yeah. Right? And so there's a real perspective yeah. that we need to keep, which is awesome. Let's, let's, let's do good at work, but let's also take care of our health. And similarly, so often you see some of these executives that, their relationships are just in tatters or crumbles, or maybe they don't have it. Well, I don't know anybody that really wants to grow old alone. People like community. I'm not talking a spouse or a significant other. I'm talking about friends and relationships. And mm. when you don't have a focus on all three, that's where I typically can come in and do some work to say, look, I get it. Building your business, that's important. But let's focus on our health. Let's focus on our relationships. So we have a holistic approach uh, to, to living because it's not just work, right? It's not just uh, how much money we have in the bank, but there's all these other things that we need to focus on as well. Okay. So if someone like me wanted to benefit from your knowledge and your coaching, or if it's not individual coaching, what, what, what would I do? Yeah, man. Uh, just go to letsgowin.com. Uh, there's a bunch of free articles on there and there's the book. And if you want a speaker or if you're looking to have uh, me consult with your team or with, with your group, because typically it's more than one. Uh, mm -hmm. I love it. I love working with people because here's the thing. I get to grow with them. And it's not like I'm a sage. No, man, we're all growing together. Here's all my flaws. Like you said, vulnerability, mm -hmm. is the number one thing. So um, yeah, man, info at letsgowin.com or, or letsgowin.com either way. And just reach out to me. I'd love to work with you guys. Nice, nice. And then Kate, can you give us a little peek into your next book? Like what? what's... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So it's, I believe the title is going to be upgrade and oh, wow. yeah. Cause I think about it 
and for years, Dr. Pascal, excuse me. Pascal's fine. (laughs) I used to talk about change your mindset, change your habits, change your life. Well, the problem with that word change is no one likes it. No one really likes change. Mm -hmm. But if you upgrade, like if you walk into a hotel and they're like, oh, Pascal, we have upgraded you to the presidential suite. Are you like, okay, yes. Or you hop on an airplane. They're like, you know what? You've got upgraded to first class seat. Yes. And so what I realized is the resistance I was fighting with people is over this word change versus upgrade. Same idea, same principles. And so it's all talking about that. If you upgrade your mindset, you upgrade your habits, you can upgrade your entire life. And so that's the the premise of the book. Wow. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'll finish it. Is um let let's go win. Is that your first or second book? Uh let's go win is my first book. Uh that's the one that I wrote for the boys. And honestly, that's probably my favorite work just because it's so near and dear to my heart. And then I wrote a second book. Uh it's it's more of a short book. It's a journal uh called Champions Daily Playbook. And everything I talk to you about in terms of routines. All my individual clients, they all went through that. So if you're looking to lose 50 pounds or if you're looking to better your relationships or you're looking to find a new job, if you follow that formula, any goal can be obtained in 90 days if you just follow the formula. Okay, that's awesome. So um, kind of to recap, uh, uh, I want to look at your content. They can go to your website, uh, letsgowin.com. You have a lot of content on YouTube. Um, And um, if you you go to info at um, letsgowin.com, we we can reach you through there and get some more things. Um, Wow, it's been great. You know, I'm, I'm... very very impressed i'm very pleased i'm i'm looking forward to absorbing more of your wisdom outright and and you know i mean i sense a leadership because you just want to you know it feels like it's coming from your heart that you really want people to go to that next level to upgrade and um i want to be part of that Brother, I, I thank you for having me, and I love having you. I, I love your growth mindset. I can't wait to hear about more of what you do because when you apply science to all of these things, it's just remarkable. And we're in such mm-hmm. a having you know science really benefit yeah. human beings. So it's it's amazing what you're doing, brother. I appreciate that. Um, I'm actually here. Um, this is not my dental office, uh, but I own a, a wellness center. And we do a lot of, we'll call them futuristic upgrades to, to make sure you stay really healthy, but in kind of a natural way, like cryotherapy, red light therapy. I have this thing called the superhuman protocol. Um, I, I, that's what I do for myself. And I, I love these things. So you can have a chat about that one day. I love it. And I'm look, there's so many cool things out there, hyperbaric chambers and cryo and I like stem cell. I know that's kind of controversial to some, but I think it's amazing. And there's just so much that we can do so that 
we show up as there are yeah. previous or our previous generations. That's right. Yeah, we're very lucky. All right. Well, I thank you so much, Jam. It's been a pleasure. And um, yeah, well, looking forward to, to, to talking and chatting with you soon again. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, same here. Have a good one.